0: bring up the speed we've come to this planet looking for intelligent life oops we made a mistake
1: what we've got here is failure to communicate
2: i ate green berets for breakfast and right now i'm very hungry hey
3: mom the meatloaf we want it now
1: the meatloaf this is sparta
4: you're worthy. You're not worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. Get up.
5: You want answers.
4: I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world
6: he didn't exist. You shall I
4: feel the need. The need for speed. All righty then. It's
1: a little bit of in! shake it's, it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! It's
5: alive!
4: Dear tiny Jesus, golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing It was
5: a man. He had a
6: beard. Friends! Rodents! Quadrupeds! Lend me your ears! Oh!
3: guys welcome to the varsity radio show we are more than excited that you are here with us on the best two hours of radio all week long in marshall county at least if we go farther than that actually mm-hmm. so let me introduce you to the people in the room one's dancing beside me he looks like he's he's wearing a hoodie in honor of our good friend harold dixon the goats because he's the goat the good man to my right Quentin Williams. Hey, hey. Just
2: (laughs) dancing and grooving. You just got a good beat to it. Feeling good. That's great. I'm liking it, man. I'm excited for today, Seth.
3: Me too. It's going to be a really special, fantastic day.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a great day. I'm excited to be here. It's going to be good. I'm eating onion rings. Awesome.
3: Are they not as good as I said? They're so
2: good. They are (laughs) life changing.
3: Uh, Also in the studio, our new social media guy. He is amazing. He's wearing blue and sporting it well with his fade. My good friend, Derek Martin.
6: (laughs) He just shouted out my clothes and my hair.
3: Yeah, You're welcome. I love you. (laughs) I love you. Also in the studio, none of this show could happen without the guy who just gave us the really cool music. We love this guy with all of our heart because nobody in the business is better, in my opinion. He's the Willy Wonka of radio. My good friend Steven Spiegel.
4: Hello everybody. How y'all doing today? I'm happy to be here. We're it's happy gonna be a to good you. show. We've got good an job. amazing show lined up. I'm excited. So good.
3: So good. We've had a really good three weeks here, guys. it's been really special here. Uh, we are uh, really enjoying the support we're getting on Facebook Live. We're enjoying hanging out with you guys. We promise to continue to get better. Yes, right? Yes. We promise to continue to be better. But let me tell you what we got going on in the studio also. We are eating some Charburger. It is full of life change. My, my boy, Derek Martin, he did not get the onion rings that we did. He is mm. eating the healthy option, which is also delicious. I'm, I'm
2: eating just vegetables today, Seth. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> my
3: just friend, Q, to my greens. right, is yeah. eating vegetables. Deep yes. fried
6: and battered. Yes.
3: <laughs> Nobody needs to know that. Anyway. I'm
6: also available if anybody wants to take me to a buffet later. Hey. <laughs> Didn't Paul they say
4: he buffets his body daily?
3: No. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what the Bible says. Says in the exact context. Anyway, it felt the same.
4: I'm just saying. Also,
3: we have a super special guest today, like one I have been like stoked for months to have in the studio. Why don't you tell them about them? Steven? Oh my
4: goodness, we've got Lee Osmond coming up today. You can see him on the screen. If you're not on our Facebook Live, you definitely need to be there. But he is Arab High School's head football coach, Lee Osmond played at the University of Alabama. This is going to be an absolute blast. Such an honor to have him in studio today. Honor. Mm-hmm. Honor. And Big we time.
3: are we are so excited to have him. It's going to be a great day on the Varsity. Uh yep, there he is. <laughs> great great picture by the way. Steven. Thank you. I found a good headshot and I cut him
4: out and I put that background on there. It looks yep. nice. He's, he's got some team looks pride Looks like support him. That's right awesome. there. Yeah, big time.
3: Hey, let's go to meme of the week. All right. Meme of the week. Yes. I love this. And this is, <laughs> I, I brought this for the boys in the room, you know, because we're all males. And, and anyway, this is hilarious. And it said, my life is now complete. Scott Fiesta strength Taco Bell Toilet paper. <laughs> Twelve big rolls. <laughs> Twelve big
6: rolls. It's self-explanatory. Do you have, do you
3: guys have
2: a specific toilet paper you must buy?
3: I, I prefer the Charmin. Is that extra is, soft?
2: I mean, but do you have like I have to have a certain kind? Like I'm I'm really like want to save money, but there are two things that I want specific name brands of. One is trash bags and others toilet paper. Yeah. I want to make sure those are good in my mm-hmm. house. They're
3: they're uh, important. So. I, there was a comedian named John Panay I
2: don't and know if you him. remember
3: him. And he has a joke about toilet paper. He said, "I'll skimp on a suit, but I'm not skimping
0: on <laughs> my agree. toilet paper." I agree. And he
3: said, "What kind of what kind of suit is that?" Charmin.
2: <laughs> Extra. <clears> I'm a co- I'm a cotton guy. That's yeah. my, my world. I
6: cotton In other news, I'm finished with my salad. And <laughs> I'm done. You're a real No, you're not. <laughs> over, under, or off the roll. Over, it's got to be over. Over, over. but I but I can also operate off.
2: I'm off the, the roll. roll guy. I like I to do the whole wrap my around my hand thing. If you do, I don't if know, if do, you do under,
3: if you do under, you're just weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <it's> I've <laughs> heard it. I've heard it
4: said like this: the comb over is okay, but the mullet is no good. Oh, oh the but the mullet's is, is the in. Mullet. So what do you do with that? Yeah. It's in. Yeah. All right. Second, you, you one, don't have one yet, so we're I'm good. working on it. <laughs> yeah, you get there.
2: You gotta get there. Just sing some more country music. Now the second one says, "Welcome to Alabama." Winter is at 6 a.m. Spring starts at 10 a.m., summer is at 2 p.m., and fall starts around 4:30 ish. Dress accordingly. 4:30 ish. It's true. You never know what it's going to be in Alabama. Let's no. look
3: at our cal- our uh, weather report this week. It's crazy. Oh my mm-hmm.
2: goodness! It was crazy. It's like freezing today. It feels like you go. You know. Well, I'd say I was going to say go run, but we could go walk outside and walk, you know, walk around places. Walk. You know, walk. So. <laughs> Well, It's just isn't incredible. Let's just
4: say what we're actually going to do. We're going to meander.
5: Meander! We're not
1: going to
3: walk. I'm going to sit and watch my Slowly move.
6: Like those people we saw at that belt sale. Oh anyway. <laughs> anyway. But oh, if, wow. if you like all the weather, just all the weather. Move move to Alabama. Move to Alabama. Because you can have it. Welcome to Alabama. All of it. Now, you don't know when you're going to get it. No. No, No, I I don't it. when. You'll get
3: it. One day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, All in one day. Number three. My jelly donut didn't have any jelly in it, so I don't want to hear about your trivial issues. (laughs) The struggle's real. That'll
6: preach. (laughs) Derek, why don't you read that last one? So, number four, our meme of the week. Eggs are fantastic for a fitness diet. If you don't like the taste, just add (laughs) Cocoa, flour, sugar, butter, baking powder, and cook get three hundred and fifty <laughs> for thirty minutes. Yes, yes. Let's, have a, let's just go for a cake. Yes, yeah. it's like my theory that if you take a burrito, yeah. So I love burritos. Shout out, bubble burritos. So do you use number places. one
3: Fiesta string string. My
6: theory, my theory is that's just a salad wrapped in a flour tortilla. man. It's yeah. just a salad. Yes. you know what?
2: There's a there's a a local uh, establishment that's opened in the recent months, and I went there for the first time. And they had burritos. And you know what they did with their burrito? What? What? They deep fried it and covered it with cheese. Oh my oh. gosh! <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right, well, guys, I gotta go. I don't know how you. <laughs> I didn't know you
2: could make a burrito better, but they did, and it was amazing. So
3: I want details afterwards. I'll give details.
2: <laughs> I'll give you details. I ain't Man. giving away to everybody. It's some secret place, you know. I'll give a secret.
3: Wow. How do you How do you follow that up? I think the show's <laughs> over. Call code, hey, sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, you followed up with the greatest burger joint in Marshall County, Charburger. Burger. Uh, they're home of the famous Char Grill Wildcat Burger, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheesesteak. And when I say Jumbo, I just can't even give this justice anymore. Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. Wow. So good. Wow. I don't even know. I don't even know how to say that. Like, oh, man. So good! They're open from 5:30 in the morning till seven at night, Monday through Saturday, and then 11 to three on Sunday. That's the Charburger. And hey, let's go to some music.
4: All right, let's do it. We've got a new number one now, so it's uh, Elevation Rhythm with "Never Walk Away" right here on the Varsity Radio Show.
3: What a better entrance I for know. Pam Chambly. Welcome to your FCA moment of the week. We think you're amazing. Hello. We're so glad you're here.
0: Uh, thanks for having us, that is for sure. How are you guys doing?
3: We're good. We hope you didn't hear the Facebook conversation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
3: it had nothing to do with you, but we it was, was disturbing. We were, <laughs> we were just talking about pedicures.
2: That was it. it as all. Pedicures. Yes.
0: So. Anyway. Yeah, Gotta prevent those crackly heels. Crackly! Yeah. Hey, hey, she was listening! So she Pam, was listening! Thank thank
6: so, you. Pam, how are your feet? Are th- no.
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs> how are your feet feeling? <laughs> so,
3: anyway, Miss Pam, you uh, are here for Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Miss Pam, she is the person who connects us to all the people at Fellowship of Christian Athletes because she's amazing.
2: Connector, I like that. She
3: is. She's amazing. So, Miss Pam. Tell us about Marshall County guy and girl huddles. Will you tell us a little bit about oh, that?
0: So I think we talked a little bit last semester, but just wanted everybody to know that those are continuing this semester. Um, so we have one guy's huddle. It meets at Chick-fil-A in Guntersville on Tuesday mornings at 7 a.m. The Lord's Chicken. guys that want to be a part of that. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> chicken Chicken. Yes. Yes. And then we have two girl huddles in Marshall County. One of those also meets um, on Tuesday mornings at 7 at Chick-fil-A. They meet in different parts of that building. The guys in one end, girls in another. And then on Thursday mornings at 7 a.m., Miss Gina Wood leads a huddle at Burger King there in Boaz.
3: Wow. Wow. That is amazing. And uh, how long do those huddles last?
0: Those last probably about 45 minutes, they get out in time to make it to their school uh, in plenty of time. But just a special opportunity to have some discipleship by some uh, godly women and men just pouring into their lives and just be connected to other students from throughout Marshall County.
2: Yeah, so those, you know, and I think those are so incredible. We see these happen a lot when I was back in school, and I know people who them today. It's, it's, you need that in your life to, to have those moments where you can connect and get encouraged. I mean, a lot of times high school's hard. I mean, it's, it's not easy. <laughs> not you know? a lot of
3: times. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> so times.
2: you need to be built up and encouraged, and, and those are incredible places to do that. So we really thank you guys for doing that, Miss Pam. It's awesome.
0: Well, we're blessed to get to do it. That is for sure.
3: And then the second thing you want to talk about, FCA internships. You want to talk about that?
0: Absolutely. So we are going on, I believe, our tenth year of having an FBA summer intern program. Wow! And um, these in- interns come and get eight days of just dis- discipleship, learning uh, more about the Bible, learning how to share their testimony, learning how to do a three point talk in front of a group, and uh, with uh, the steps of course.
2: Can Seth sign up for the internship?
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: come on. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> mildly hurtful. <laughs> If I can figure out how to talk to people, I'll be okay, Pam.
0: There you go, Hey, That's that's all of us, for sure. Wow. But anyway, they do the eight days of spiritual boot camp, and then we do four sports camps uh, throughout northeast Alabama in the summer. And so they get to be what we call a huddle leader. Some people refer to it as a counselor where they oversee and shepherd a group of 7- to 13-year-olds for a week. And so they can choose two of the four camps to be a part of. That's all they require. They can be a part of all of them if they want. But we're in need of having interns. And so we have an interest meeting on Sunday, February 9th at Cut Church in the Hampton Cove area from 2.30 to 4.30. And they can go online at our website and sign up to uh, attend that meeting. That doesn't mean they're committed to it. It's just to come, listen, hear, get testimonies from former interns But Um, would encourage any and all rising juniors and above to come be at that meeting and and get involved this summer.
2: That's awesome. It's really cool to see students uh, getting involved and learning how to share their faith, become more knowledgeable and how to do ministry. And, And if you're out there listening, you're a student, it's a great thing you can do. Uh, I'd, I'd encourage you to go to this interest meeting. Feel free to call up here. You could probably carpool with Seth over there, and it'd be <laughs> a really great time to get to know him. There's a lot
6: a car. of room. Y'all are Just, liars.
2: <laughs> no, seriously. If you're looking for a way to get involved in a lot of kids okay. want to go on mission trips,
3: and, yes. and
2: maybe you don't have the money to go way off. This is a way you can get involved here locally and do ministry. And,
3: right? I, and I've had, I don't know if you two guys have, I have out of my own youth group had a kid go and and volunteer for the uh, FCA huddles, more than one, uh, to do huddle huddle leader for uh, the Albertville camp. And he came back at the end. He's like, he's telling me stories, Miss Pam. These kids, I had five kids get saved in the midst of this, like from my group, and he was so excited. Ah. And I was so proud of FCA for
6: what they did for my kid.
2: That's awesome.
6: You know? And I, that way I think I think anytime miss Pam and maybe you can speak to this too is anytime you can give kids a place a safe place to get out of their comfort zone like that experience is invaluable like that's something that 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 creates that that habit so to speak of how to share your faith what you believe and it just it just adds an experience that they're not gonna get anywhere else yeah
3: yeah
0: Absolutely, I can testify. Both of my children—they're both college age now—went uh, through the internship. I know this fall, my daughter stood before about 200 people and shared her testimony. Wow! So, uh, it's because of that. And,
6: That's awesome. And
0: the empowerment and encouragement they got from uh, the folks I get to work with and others, uh, her, are the people who went through it with her. So, well, uh, definitely, if you're a parent, parent, definitely encourage you um, to get your kids involved.
3: Miss Pam, we appreciate you. We appreciate everything that this organization does. During the school year, after the school year, on the weekends, everything. Thank you so much for Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Well,
0: thank you for the varsity show. We
2: appreciate y'all. Yeah, have a good day, Miss Pam. You too. Bye-bye. See ya. Hey, another thing we're really appreciative of is B&B Video Games for their sponsorship. Always appreciative Uh, of video games. Literally, (laughs) riding with somebody yesterday, and they was like, Hey, have you ever been there? I was like, yes, I've been there. Uh, it's really cool, really great place. A lot and they of were, fun. Yeah, they were asking me about my time there, and I enjoyed it. I played video games. I played a lot of Miss Pac-Man, trying to beat some high scores on there. Uh,
3: How'd that go?
2: I played a lot of Miss Pac-Man. Uh, <laughs> we'll discuss later. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> All,
6: yeah, All but the radio. But you don't have to pay for every game.
2: You pay one, like... You can pay for an hour. You can pay for all day. It's like 5 or 10 bucks, and you can just go in there and play all day. It's really great. You don't have to worry about handling the quarters in your pocket. So Yes, that's um, a big deal. Yeah, it's in Albertville by the Pizza Hut on Highway 431. Yeah. Open Sunday through Thursday, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m., and Friday, Saturday, 12 p.m. to 9 p.m. Great place. Thanks, B&B. And
3: now, today's Clutch Moment. Just for the record, if you want some really good conversations, we're having them right after on our Facebook Live. How do you get there? At, at Varsity Radio Show. We became official last week. I mean, official. I'm serious. So after, if you ever logged in our show, you would see unofficial varsity radio show. Last week we became official, guys. We we held the race. We kept pursuing. <coughs> we we endured. We endured we're the trials, and we're here
6: to stay. Now we're, we're here. We're here.
3: And so this is my favorite part of the varsity every week. This is called Clutch. So today I want to talk to you about the following, okay? And uh, today I believe when we accept Christ that we should not just become selfish and only concerned about ourselves and our own salvation, but we should desire for God to place a following on our lives. So what is a following? Uh, And and I'm glad you asked. So a following is this, right? I answer my own question here. He does that at, at
6: the beginning of every clutch, and that's yes, my favorite part. I'm so sorry. I love it.
3: Right, anyway, a following is the thing you can't stand to see stay the same.
6: Mm. The
3: thing that burdens your heart, that is the way that it is, your following is almost always tie, tied to the, your calling that God places on your life. And, and so... I actually got this concept, this idea, from a State Farm commercial a few years ago. I don't know if you've ever seen the... It, it was actually called The Following. And it's a State Farm commercial where these, uh, where this guy is starting to walk. You know, he's, he's riding through the subway, and all of a sudden he pictures a little dog beside him. He, he sees an adoption thing. He sees uh, a veteran on the internet, and then all of a sudden the veteran's beside him. This this thing I was sitting. I don't know how you write sermons, uh, Q, but I'm sitting. Or, or Derek, but I'm sitting on my couch and this commercial comes on and I begin just a week because eventually there's like teenagers and homeless people and every and all these problems uh, are surrounding this guy and like every he can't get away from it no matter where he's at no matter what he's doing they're with him they're following him for which I get the statement the following hmm. Uh and so I, I want to I wanna use the story out of the Bible. I'm not going to read it word for word because it's long, but Luke chat, uh, 10, 29 through 37, if you want to look it up on your own. But it's the story of the Good Samaritan. And we've all, uh, at least everybody in the studio, we've heard this story about this, this dude, right, that gets beat up by robbers hmm. and gets left basically for dead. And the first person that walks by is basically a preacher. He's a priest, right? And he basically does what Q did to that poor guy in that Spartan race, and, uh, <laughs> and he stares at him and he says, "Dude, you're on your own," and walks Leaves past it, him. It, right? it, it. <laughs> Deuces! Sorry, sorry about right. that. <laughs> Truth, <laughs> <That's>, Truth. Uh, <laughs> Then the second person is basically like a tenant at a at a at the temple at the time or something like that, and he walks by and basically he sees that he's a Samaritan, somebody that they absolutely hate during the time, and he's like, "Peace out, I'm gone." Right? Then there's this third guy. His name is uh, the Samaritan, right? And he walks to this Jewish guy. He's supposed to be his hated enemy, mm-hmm. right? But instead, he picks him up. He cleans off his wounds. He puts him on his donkey horse, whatever. Donkey horse. I don't I don't know.
6: That'll do donkey. takes Yeah, <laughs> takes him to the
3: city, right? Pays the doctor, says if there's any other cause... Uh, when I'll be back in two days, or what? however long, I'll pay the rest of the fee, right? And so, Jesus says, you know, which one's acting like me, basically? Which one's acting in the right manner? Which is where we get the Good Samaritan? So how? And, and it's because the Samaritan had a following. He wasn't okay with that guy being the same. It doesn't matter that those people were his mortal enemy. His calling was to humanity. Hmm. And so... How do you find your following? Number one, pray for your following. When we get more concerned with the spiritual state of those around us than in our own personal comfort level, we will be capturing the heart of God and gaining a following in the process. That's the statement I want to go with that. So let me ask you this. Why is it so important that we ask and allow God to break us and to have a following? Spiritually break us.
2: Well, he could break us other ways, too. Yeah, in the
3: Spartan race. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: man, we don't ever get put back together unless we get broken. I think that's some truth, you know? And uh, I mean, for me, we're just, we're not quite, none of us are quite who God wants us to be yet, and so we have to allow him to break our hearts over the things that break his, so that mm. we can then get put back together in a way that's more like him, and And that takes a lot of humility because nobody, I mean, honestly, in these days and day and age, everybody wants to look really strong. Nobody wants to look broken. Yeah. You know, so when you say that's hard, I mean, I think everybody listening would say that's hard. It's hard to be okay with being broken because we're trying to, to that, like we can handle all the problems in our lives. But the truth is, is that this, the brokenness over those who are hurting happens when, when we're broken over ourselves too, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I mean, it's tough, Seth.
3: When the church world, we call it a burden. Yeah. Right? It's tough. God, man. give us a burden. And we'll say something like that. <clears throat> and basically, we're saying, God, break us for what you break for. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, so, point number two is become a noticer. It is so important that we ask God to make us noticers, people who begin to see others through God's eyes and to do something about their brokenness. So, here's my question again, guys Do you feel like God uses us as a solution to our friends, family, classmates, fellow employees, <clears throat> whatever, problems, our prayers. Well,
6: I think that if you're a Christian, then you have the opportunity to walk in situations and be solutions. Yeah. The issue then lies if you're not constantly putting God first and you're not you know, constantly reading God's Word, if you're not constantly... And I think when we talk about brokenness, I mean, we're talking about a, a posture of surrender. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I can't do this. I don't. And, and the thing is, I think a lot of times, not to even make something deep, even deeper, we don't necessarily have to understand the situation around us. We just have to be willing and able to say, hey, I want to be able to be a solution. And a lot of times, and like I talked about Samaritan. yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be able to see the solution and not be so focused on yourself that you can be a solution. Because a lot of times we put our needs and our hurts and our wants in front of everything else. Because, I mean, we're people. Like you said in the car on the way to Chebriger, I'm just just my sinful nature. That you was know, just, that and, and then everybody that has good. that. <laughs> and I think that we we operate in that portion of who we are. More than we operate in in the transformation of our salvation, so that we can be a solution. Yeah, yeah. If I that think, answers the question, and I think you don't need to just. And God uses this solution your friends,
2: family, classmates. Yes, but He can also use it for your whole school, yeah. yes. for your job, for your community, for your city, for your state, for your country, for your world. Some of you listening out there may you may be the ones God wants to use to do something really big. you know you to change this world it it starts with saying yes yeah yeah that's how it starts
6: and it it may even start as something small and we may never know what it ends up being but god god loves the the small start and the the steps of obedience absolutely
3: yeah do don't wait just do that's my last point some of you and i want to say this some of y'all listening on the radio are waiting for an angel to walk into your room or you're waiting until you're old enough or scripturally knowledgeable enough to do something in this world. You tell God you want him to use you, but then uh but you have given him so many stipulations he can't.
6: Oh. So yeah. then,
3: <laughs> so so here comes my question. Why do we put so many stipulations on how or when God might <laughs> use us?
2: Yes, yeah, uh I think we've done a – I mean, I think mm-hmm. some of the times at church we've messed this up, too. We, like, we will say things like, God will open a door for you, you know. And I read, man, Bob Goff book, Love Does, a great book, and he mm-hmm. says, I used to wait – I used to believe God – I had to wait for God to open a door for me. Now I realize sometimes I have to kick them down.
4: Mm-hmm. And good. I just
2: like this idea that, I mean, if God's <laughs> burning you for something, mm-hmm. it may not come easy. Like, yeah, no. it might be really hard. So put some, like, you know – some good boots on yeah. and start kicking doors down. Yeah. And I think the other thing is too, is just realizing that you might fail in it. It's okay. Yeah. Like we're so scared of failing, but you, you're never going to accomplish anything if you're not willing to fail.
3: Well, yeah. and, and let me say that with failure, when you're doing something for God, it's his name on the line, not yours. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I, I tell this to my teenagers. I don't know if you do. I said, some of you are like, you're scared to talk to your friends. You're scared to share the gospel. You're scared to do this because it might hurt your reputation or anything like that, or your friend may not get saved, or they may not accept Jesus. God told you to to share the gospel, right? He didn't say you're there to save them. That's his Ooh, job. Yeah. And so in, in saying that, God just wants you to step out and speak. It's his job to do the rest. So if they reject it, if they reject you, it's not a
6: rejection of you, it's a rejection of right. him. That's right. You know, and, and on a practical, you know, level, we've all had those conversations with God. Yeah. Just like Moses had. Yeah. You know, God told Moses, hey, go get my people. And he said, well, he had all these excuses. Mm -hmm. And one thing I heard a preacher say that the excuses are God's insurance policy that you have to rely on Him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the things that we're weak in and the things that we don't want to do, like I said, hey, I'll work at a church, but I don't ever want to speak in front of anybody. Mm -hmm. I'll be the guy behind the scenes that talks about, you know, the creative stuff or the church planning or whatever. I'll go to a church and say, hey, these are the things you do really good. These are the things that you need to kind of, I felt like that was a consultant. God, God yeah. was like, that's, a, that's cute. <laughs> no. And, you know, I think I think like you said with, with kicking the door down, we have to be willing and able to walk. Yeah, When God speaks, we just have to say, hey, I don't know what that looks like, but I know that you love me and I know that you have good things for me and I know you're going to work it out yeah. for my good because you love me that much and your word says that. So let's Let's walk. And I think we don't need to worry about that the end point. God's just worried about the journey that He wants to walk with us to get us to a point where we can go, Oh wow, look at what you did, you know, because I was you know, I was obedient and I walked with you. You
0: know. Hi, I'm Brindley Denny.
6: And I'm Andrew Tremmel. And we're, we're from Albertville High School,
0: School. And, and you're I'm listening team. to the Varsity the Radio, Radio show. show.
2: All right, welcome back to the Varsity Radio Show here on 88.5. We're um, we're waiting on Coach to get here yeah. get any minute, but we just wanted to take a moment and kind of talk about an important piece of news this last week. I mean, I'm wearing – we have somebody calls me about goats all the time. I'm wearing my goat shirt. But it's really, you know, for one of the goats – I know there's a lot of goats out there, but in basketball we lost uh, who was – Considered one of the better basketball players. He was. Um, of our time, as Kobe Bryant. It's tragic.
3: It was. Uh, it was. It was really hard. I don't know. I was. I was just watching the news. It came on and it just happened. That was just. That, you know what was hard. He lost his daughter too. You yeah, know. Yeah. And, and so he's got, I feel for his wife.
2: He's got four daughters. So now mm-hmm. it's his wife left with the three other daughters. Three other daughters. And um, just uh,
3: can't imagine being her. Yeah. Vanessa, I think, was their name. Yeah, it's... Uh... You know,
6: one, one observation that I had was we, we live now in a space where information is instant. Yeah. You know, and, and the report by TMZ, that caught some flack because they didn't really wait to verify. They just kind of put it out there. And then, you know, yeah. social media goes wild with that. And then also... This, I just want to talk about this just for a second. You know, I didn't know Kobe personally. Uh, there's probably more people that didn't know him personally that did know him personally. But just on a, on a human level, people telling people how to feel about things. Yeah. You know, I just found that very, I don't want to say disturbing. It just kind of hurt. Um, you know, Paul talked about in Romans, I rejoice with those who rejoice and I mourn with those who mourn. And that verse just kind of stuck in my head because, you know, there are people that 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 hurt Kobe, Kobe passing away hurt. And then you had people on social media saying, why? You didn't know him, you know, or he didn't have an impact on you. And, you know, sports figures and music, uh, people in the music industry, I think have an impact on us. And I just think more than we think, more than we think. And I, I just think on a on a human level, like if something happened to Q or. Or you, Seth, and then I come in behind it and, like, I may not understand why you feel that way. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, you not understanding something is one thing. Because that's what you're dealing with internally. But then when you make that external and you say, well, that's crazy. you know, why do you feel that way? I just feel like. Yeah. I'll tell
2: you one of the coolest stories I've heard from this thus far is there's these these two players who kind of had some beef with each other for a long time, not talked to each other. And yeah. apparently, Kobe had been trying to reach out to them to, to kind of patch things up. Yeah, and make it better. He, you know, he was friends with both of them. He had talked to them at times. Uh, after uh, there's a story that broke after Kobe's death. One of them called the other one, and said, "Hey, you know, we need to reconcile." Need to reconcile. and they did. Wow. And I thought, man, that's you know, sometimes it it takes these crazy moments where you have to reflect at the, the brevity, of life. Yeah, of the fact that it is a vapor.
3: Well, you're you know? 41 years old, and and you've hit the top of the world, and then yeah. and something he, like that happens. He probably,
2: I mean, honestly, everybody thought he would be here until he's, you know, 70, 80. Yeah. You know, but yeah, we, but we never know. We don't. We, we never know what's going to happen. What the so bo-
3: what's the Bible say? Life is but a vapor. Yeah, it's
2: here one day, it's gone the next. Yeah. And So we need to every day, uh, man, make sure we're making the most of it. Yeah. Making an impact in the world around us. Yeah. And, uh, and reconciling, forgiving those people who've hurt us. That's
3: huge. You know? It really is. Because, uh, you know, the Bible talks about it all the time, but unforgiveness... Uh, you know, my mom said this. I've used this on the show. Unforgiveness is like drinking poison, expecting the other person to die. Yeah, yeah. But, it, and you know, nothing will make you lose sleep more than that. Yeah. You know? And it's
2: interesting to see what people did to, like, really recognize and to really honor his accomplishments. I thought it was interesting that... Uh, the Dallas Mavericks retired his number wow. in, in their organization, and he never played. Yeah, for the for organization, them. it was just like a hey, you know, and you made care about you. you made such a big impact. We're yeah. gonna, we're gonna recognize that, you know. I think it's and, and that was such a cool picture to me too because they're competing organizations, right? Yeah, yeah, and Sometimes yeah. when. When when we can like realize the competition that exists in this world is so I mean I get it like I get it. we're we're the varsity section we bring people from all these different schools yeah and they compete each other but there's moments where things are bigger than the competition yeah you know and everybody's human yes there's yeah. there's truce and there's there's a chance to love in the midst of that and man I was really proud of the Mavericks and them doing something like that that presented that it's, in such a, a big real deal. way. so that was that was very interesting to me um, and I say this out there you may it may not be affect you at all. And it may be affecting you uh, immensely, but um, if it is affecting you, just know you're not alone. Like there's a lot of people who uh, this just kind of brought home the fact that life is short, and so, um, man, do something today. Yeah, you know, talk with someone if you need to. Uh, but yeah, let's 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 live this life out to the full, whatever we've got left of it. You know.
3: It's the varsity athlete interview. I am extremely. We're honored. To have the guest that we do today, Coach Lee Osment, he is a legend. He's already he's already started something incredible at Arab. I get excited about Arab Coach Osment because I graduated there. So I'm the only I one in the room. Yeah, I'm the that. only one in the room that has these are Albertville guys, and he's from West West Point, West Point over yeah. in Coleman County. Yeah. yeah, but I'm an Arab guy. To see a good coach at Arab again and a good team is very exciting, but that's not why we wanted to have you on the show. I've been impressed uh, by you from afar uh, in the lifestyle that you've lived and the standard that you've set. And so we're so excited to have you with us today.
1: It's good to be here. Appreciate yeah. y'all having me. I've already had more fun
5: than
3: the last
1: <laughs> ten minutes. We, we tell people this
6: is the funnest two hours in radio. Uh, yeah, I don't really know if they one. believe
3: us. We, that's nice. We laugh a lot. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 we're, all, uh, we're all painfully aware of how unfit we are. <laughs>
2: Have you practiced your like, um, your, like, you know, coaches' quotes, you have to say? Have you practiced those for this? No. All right. You just got them in your back pocket ready no. to go. No. I just no. like that when they interview coaches, like, you know. Do I
1: need notes?
4: No, no, fine.
1: no. Have a scene. We have notes? Look at yeah. us. Uh-huh.
6: Like, yeah. you know,
1: yeah. It seems
2: like every coach has, like, just this, like, you know, like, oh, you know, you know it's just they were a good team and we played a hard battle. You know, it just seems like you, you have these things you turn to and say. Do you pre-think about your interviews or do you just – Let it go when people talk to you. I like that. Have you ever like said things you wish you? Oh, (laughs) 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 yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Maybe that'll happen today, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. Uh So, uh, the first time I I noticed about you, Coach Osment, was I saw an article on Facebook uh, about you allowing moms to come in and post notes on lockers i know you got some flack for that in the religious world here we were here for you (laughs) i you know you know i I love i mean i mean on facebook everybody's got credit i'm not saying maybe at the off but i'm saying on social media i knew you had i knew you had this but (laughs) you know what i'm saying is i was just so impressed that you've allowed that to happen and that because it's such a powerful thing you know
1: here's social media social media is a it's a good thing but I think it's a bad thing, a bad thing as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think, you know, uh, Satan has, you know, he, he, he can give anybody an audience on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and anybody. When you get attacked on Facebook, you think, man, everybody, you know, there's, there's thousands of people against you. It's not. There's like 13 people probably under. <laughs> sitting in a chapter. Sitting room. there talking and. and overwhelmingly people were supportive of the praying moms yeah and we've got we've got some mothers that come in on on Friday mornings and they pray over the lockers they pray wow. and then they'll leave notes and and you know we're respectful of kids with that you know are are re- religious and other religions not just Christianity and we, we we do have some of those but we were very respectful and we didn't put Bible verses on their lockers we put just encouraging notes yeah and uh and it, it was it was wonderful our kids left the stickers and left the verses and left the notes on their lockers the entire season and, and at the end of the season when i had to take them down they, they were like coach where all our notes go mm. you know they, they they really did enjoy <laughs> that and and the encouraging word and i think a lot of our success you know this year was because we had such good community support i mean our yeah. the, the people just the came mayor out,
3: is watching right now by came, the way came I'm out and,
1: and and i'm <laughs> telling you you know i've been i've lived in a lot of places but this you know arab is special and yeah. and, and they understand you know they understand what it takes and they understand the commitment that it's going to take and and they've given me a lot of leg room to do what i need to do and and uh and hire the coaches that I need to hire. I've got some, you know, you want to talk about good coaching. I've got some great coaches on that staff, great coaches that were already there, and I've got some great coaches that were brought in, and and it's one of the best coaching staffs I've ever been a part of.
3: Wow, you know what? You're- by, by the way, I want to say I want to say this real quick because it's isn't just anybody. This is the mayor of Aram. Mayor Coach Johnson. Osmond is a great addition to our high school, an awesome mentor for our young guys. And he is truly a leader. How about that? Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Mayor Jocelyn is is <laughs> it, he is the leader of our community, and and I've talked with him a few times, and and I think he understands you know what growth is supposed to look like, and he's preparing for it. And I think you know the community is going to grow. I think you know yeah. anything around the Huntsville area is going to grow. And mm-hmm. I think yeah. he understands that better than anybody. Yeah. yeah. And he understands that we need to have a school system that's ready to accommodate oh, and coming. ready to get
2: I was driving through some of those back roads <laughs> out of Huntsville the other day that used to be like all fields Yep, and it was nothing but houses like I'm no. talking about just subdivision after no. subdivision and it's all coming this way and not know? just
1: that I, you know I, I think if you plan on it I think you can you're prepared for it and, and preparation is the key you yeah. know whether we want it to grow or not, whether whether you want your community to grow or not, it's going to grow. It's mm-hmm. a fact. It's going to grow, and 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 I think Mayor Jocelyn understands that, and, and he is he is, he's a leader, you know. Yeah. And what he does is he grows leaders around him, and he's a, yeah. he's a great man. And I'm I'm excited about our new superintendent. We got yeah, a new superintendent. I saw that. You know, Mr. Mullins was awesome, but we got a new si- superintendent, uh, Dr. Johnny Berry, and he's he's really jumped in with both both feet and running full speed yeah uh and i work for the best principal in the state of alabama i love uh, john that guy ingram. Yeah. He is, <laughs> yeah he is awesome he yeah. is awesome uh, who's your principal john ingram
3: okay if you met him you'd love him i thought uh, there was an <laughs> was <laughs> was ingram that used to be at albert back in the day no one right, really so him, just
1: close your eyes and think of dabbo swinney yeah. yeah close your eyes
3: <laughs> he's That's is,
1: is, him? is his, johnny his dad ingram.
2: johnny Ingram? yes John yeah, was at Arborville. He, he was a administrator yeah. at when I was for a while. A, when I was yeah. growing up, yeah, he was, yeah. He was, yeah. He was yeah. one of my like mm-hmm. my first principal there. I think, yeah. Okay,
6: well, well I didn't he, know his son was. Doing well, I'm
1: telling you, I, I could not ask for anything any any better leadership and yeah, that's awesome. For many areas. Wow. awesome. You know,
6: one thing one thing you 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 talked about, and I think a lot of people just think football is football and it's a game, but the moms coming in and praying and the notes in the locker, like, talk about that. There's a lot more to football than just Xs and Os. And talk about that culture that you're trying to that bring, is. you know, you're trying to build something other than just on the field.
1: Well, I'm not, I'm not building it. I, you know, I allow the kids to to be a better version of themselves and they build it. And mm-hmm. I can't tell you enough about the senior group that is going to graduate, you know, in 2020. Yeah. How they bought in and and how they, you know, push themselves beyond their comfort zones because i had a quarterback that couldn't speak couldn't hardly he wasn't comfortable or confident speaking to you one-on-one yeah but uh he became a fierce leader Mm. in that locker room and uh and I, I, i i he just he did a great he pushed himself past his comfort zone and i to me god does his best work when you're outside your comfort zone yep and he did that kid threw for over two thousand yards, ran for over a thousand. Wow! Was responsible for over thirty-five touchdowns. Led the second uh, most prolific offense in the state of Alabama. You know, in little old bitty Arab Alabama. That's awesome. And Ross Reynolds played his tail off. Played a great season, and and not just on the football field, but in the locker room. I mean, that's that's where he was most valuable to us. Yeah, great kid.
3: Hmm. Well, coach, and, and we talk about the moms, everything, but when did it start for you? When did the salvation experience? When did I'm gonna coach different? I'm gonna be different like this. I, I'm gonna, cause I heard you at the uh, FCA Iron Bowl Prayer Breakfast, and, and I was so impressed. And I said this to you, and I was almost embarrassed. I said, it "Sounds like you're your ministry," and you said, "I am." And I'm like, "You're right." And I, and I just, right. I felt sad for saying that because you're right. And uh, and you and you get to have a more powerful voice than us three most of the time in the voice of this generation, but at what point did did God come in and change your life and change it all for you?
1: God changed my life when I was in uh, junior high school. Uh, We had a a revival. We called it a lay renewal, and I I became a Christian that day. There's no doubt. Now, I didn't always uh, live my life according to you know my faith right but uh i got alabama and had some bleak dark years you know playing was great but there were the personal side the character side was not was not matching up but uh but i i I graduated from college went to law school yeah i I got my law degree and, and practiced law for eight years um and as i was practicing law i realized you know, I I was growing closer to to God, and I realized I'd I'd missed my calling. You yeah. know, I I, I I loved parts of practicing law, but it didn't I didn't feel God's pleasure as I was practicing, and I was feeling sorry for myself, pity party, and I was I was sitting outside the YMCA in Gadsden, Alabama, and I had just played basketball for lunch, and I was going back to work, and I was I started crying, and I was like, you know, Lord, find me something for me to do that I don't dread. Yeah, and uh. And he just hit me right back in the face, like with a baseball bat. And he said, "Why am I going to give you something else to do if you're not doing good doing this?" Wow! And wow! Then that was about (laughs) five years in, and then three years later, I'm I'm walking away from the practice of law. I'm and I practiced my tail off for three years. Yeah, I I did the best job I could do. Uh, I got an opportunity at Gadsden High to teach English and to go back to school to get my degree. an, under, an undergraduate degree. So as I was teaching, I was going to school and coaching, Ooh. and cut my income <laughs>
2: <Wow>. significantly. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I was, at a, I was young enough to where you know our kids were young, and we had, we were in a position to do that. But I went, I came in, to answer your question. There wasn't a point where I said I was going to. I was going to live my life. I was going to change the way I coach because I went in for the ministry. Right, I came right. into coaching to right. be the ministry. Okay, yeah. Um, but I've always had a. I've until the last probably five years of my life when I left Glencoe and went to Oxford. Until the last five years of my life, I had trouble reconciling my faith with the violence, with the you know coaching them to be yeah. you know you know almost too uh confident to the point almost cocky you know and and that's how i played the game i played it with great violence and and i was teaching violence and it was hard for me to reconcile my faith with how i was coaching the sport and you know god has just grown me into you know what i am today and i'm still miles miles away Mm -hmm. way way away but uh each day i'm growing and growing and growing
3: so make you feel good. That was our conversation on the way to the truck burger well, today. No, We're not there yet. No, We're no, all pastors. So, you absolutely. know. No. No, Coach, <laughs> I know
2: one of the things, coaching, uh, I've done some of that in my life. It's its really time-consuming. And You talked about a family. And I've seen a lot of coaches struggle in their family life because of the demanding that comes time to it comes with coaches what about the culture there what do you do for your family and what kind of things do you encourage for your coaching staff? well we
1: do for the kids too you know we we want to build margins into our work mm. schedule and like in the summer we want to you know we want to give them mondays and in, in the summer we'll give them mondays off and fridays off so if they want to take a vacation from you know a long vacation any time of the week and then we'll give them three weeks off in the summer where there's nothing to do you know there's no they're not missing anything. Uh, and coaches, you know, I, I, I try to build, you know, we don't meet unnecessarily. And we, there's there's just things that we do. And we have a lot of coaches' activities where we're with each other. Like after games on Friday night, we bring families in and we we eat, you know, at the field house before we have to clean up and watch film and grade and all that stuff. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of family activities that we do. Because, we, you know, look, I, I, when I came to ARAB, Lee and I, my wife, her name is Lee as well. Um, we talked and we said, you know, you're going to have a lot of young coaches, and it's time for you to start being a coach of coaches. Mm. And Man. and that's mm. that's when I, I I've really I feel like God is is allowing me to to bloom a little bit in you know. Coaching some of these young guys because I love them. I love these young coaches. I got some great young coaches. I got some great old coaches, <laughs> but I got some great young coaches, and those are the ones that I think are going to carry on the legacy of Christ to, you know, generation to generation to generation.
2: Yeah, and, you get to raise them up, I guess, and sometimes they get sent out to other places and keep carrying that message. I mean, it's almost like you're you're training up these missionaries, these ministers to to do yeah, that's pretty incredible. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Exactly.
6: So, so I do have I have one question because. I was an educator prior to working at a church. So I understand being in the classroom, students, kids. I want to know how that transition was from practicing law. <laughs> so you practiced law and was a lawyer and then you walk in, you go back to school and you start teaching. Talk about those talk about that first year of teaching oh and goodness. coaching. What that was that is like?
1: Such a good question.
6: <laughs> you were really
3: good at arguing with them, right? d uh,
1: <laughs> y'all, it was it was it was you know, I laugh about it now but I I would laugh then too just to keep from crying because I remember I remember thinking in class one day I had I, I had I had to write somebody up. I had to paddle somebody. Actually we used to go paddle and I Back had to paddle somebody. I
3: remember those days. Yeah. I, got I, I, got
1: I had to paddle somebody and it was she was smacking her gum and 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 I kept telling her, Stop smacking her gum, put her gum out. So she got up to put her gum out in the trash can and she just disrupted the whole class. And I remember thinking, Good Lord. <laughs> What have you got me into? <laughs> you know, I've gone from arguing some pretty serious cases in front of juries yeah. to now i got to make sure this girl ain't going to throw gum at somebody. That's right. You were you in know. a
2: courtroom where facts and logic oh, yeah. matter, and the, now you're in a you're classroom in the, where none of that yeah, But it
3: was,
1: there were a lot of similarities, too. There were a lot of similarities. And, 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 and you know, even so, I, I remember going home that night, and I was explaining to Lee what had happened. She kind of giggled, but, you know, that was... I I felt that was my fight. You know, that's that's my fight. That's my element. That's my fight. And even on the worst days, I can go home and I can say, you know what? It's this is my this is my fight. And I, and and to go back, I think God gives us boundaries not for any other reason than for you to experience His power and His authority within those boundaries. And, and and my next door neighbor Ed Reed has has placed some some goats in our backyard, and <laughs>
3: Like legit goats, <clears throat> yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. And I, I have yeah. I have fallen in love with those goats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will go out there and I'll talk to them. I mean, I, I I'll leave the house and I'll go by the fence and I'll just give a little noise. I am not going to do it, <laughs> but they'll all come, come on, running, coach. You know, all
3: running. And I,
1: but but I, I, I notice that they they do better when they're in a when when they're within some clearly defined boundaries. boundaries. They're more confident. Yeah. They're more. You know they're more outgoing, and if you put them out in a big field, they just kind of shied away. They're scared of everything, and yeah. and I think God has placed me in a small area and a in, within boundaries, and I, I feel so blessed to be there because, you know, I, I just yeah. so, uh, the twenty third Psalm says, "Thy rod and their, thy staff, they comfort me." Yeah, and that's what the boundaries are. When yeah. you get outside those boundaries, you're outside the blessing. Yeah, and I yeah. feel you know, I pray every morning, Lee and I pray every morning make my boundaries clear so i don't cross them i know yeah. oh that's, and that's good that's that's, that's you know I, i'm i'm a little old bitty football coach in a little old bitty town but by golly i'm doing god's work and i love it mm, love man. every bit of it you so,
2: know so one quick qu- is so is albertville rap coming back
1: yes yeah game zero go ahead and that's put what, it that's, down that's what i was about thursday <laughs> night game um, zero it's gonna you know, be uh, Co-
6: I, I want to talk about this, and then I want to have a question. You know, Coach Mitchell just commented on Facebook. You know, hey fellas, Coach Osmond is a great guy. Glad he's in the county. And you know, when I grew up, I used to think that all opposing coaches hated each other. You know, no. and and then I I coached for a little bit down south, and I realized that you know you're all doing the same thing, and there's yeah. this there's this camaraderie with somebody who understands exactly what you understand. You know, so how does that work? You know, you. You coached at Oxford, and now you're in Marshall County. Talk about some of those relationships. Have, did anybody reach out to you? Do you have you built something? I played for Coach Mitchell. I can vouch for him. He's a great guy. Like love, love him and some of the coaches. How does that work?
1: I, you know, when I was a younger coach, um, it's easy. It's easy to to motivate your team by talking bad about the yeah. other coach or the other team, or or. And I, I know this is a harsh word, but you can motivate a team to hate another team Mm -hmm. and to go out there and play hard hating that team and i've I've been guilty of that in the past i mean i'll be honest with you i've I've done that in the past i mean i remember there were a few games where a team would come out there and they'd they'd scrape their feet on our emblem out in the middle of the field Mm -hmm. and i would get our kids so mad and so frothed up and so angry that they're seeing blood i'm like they stomped on your g they stomped on your g (laughs) and they would go out there and they would literally Getting to it, you know, it it was they were so emotional about it, yeah. And I, I I didn't feel like I was doing God's work during those (laughs) during those games. I really didn't. I I mean, if I can't motivate a kid to play a game at their highest and best level out of love for their brother, Mm -hmm. or love for their family, or love for their community, I'm not doing my job. And that's where the Christianity has really helped because I'm I'm, I'm, I'll I'll never badmouth another coach. Yeah, I I, I won't. I mean, I, I, I might disagree. I might. Um, you know, I might take issue with something that they do, but I'm not going to motivate my team by bad mouthing another. I'm not going to do that anymore, and I've done it. I've done it in the past. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be transparent. I've done that in the past, but I'm, guilty. We're not going to do that. Yeah. We're we're not going to do that. Same and and I, I, I and <laughs> some of some of my opposing coaches, some of the coaches that I've had really good rivals with, I think of Steve Smith at Piedmont. You know, I respect him. As much as anybody, right. you know, Lance Reese has been such a huge help to me. Uh, just him, kind of showing me around, meeting the meeting the right people, you know, kind of showing me the ropes. You know, yeah, there's I a know. lot of people that have come out and helped me, and a lot of them are my opponents.
2: I'm glad you know. Albertville Arabs coming back because yeah. it leaves if if in a world where you guys went out or are in the county and Albert wins out, it leaves this question mark. You know, a lot of times. So I'm excited about. The games come back. I don't know why did the game. I don't know why the game stopped.
1: I don't either. But I I just think it's fair. You know, out of fairness to the kids, the communities. I mean, it's a healthy rivalry. Yeah. Why not play they, it? They
6: yeah. play against each other their whole lives. You know, let them. Yeah. Let them play as. I agree. You know, as I they agree. get ready to be done playing. You know. Yeah. I'm so we're gonna we're that. gonna
1: play at Albertville Thursday night. I think it's August the twenty seventh. Oh, man. And it's going to be awesome. – it's a Thursday night, the first game of the season. We'll be, we'll be there. Thursday we'll night. So we're going to – Everybody play. in Marshall County, you need to be there. Yeah. So yeah. Bad, the, battle the, of the Bands. The, the return. football teams, too. We'll, <laughs> the the we'll, blink.
6: Of we'll blink and it'll be football time. Guys. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm Taylor Smith.
0: I'm Sadie Burns.
3: We're the Boaz Pirates.
0: And you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show.
3: We're back here with Coach Lee Osment. We're going to go probably another seven, seven minutes. So, Coach – Coach Lee, I saw this and I was a little jealous. Not a little, a lot jealous. I mean, I know you played at Alabama, but you got to be the honorary coach at an Alabama game this year.
1: Honorary and, captain, and yeah. And
3: meet Nick Saban. Yeah. Did you go to his office?
1: No, no we met no. on this field. He shook, he shook the honorary captain's oh, okay. hand on the oh, yeah, field. Oh, y'all didn't have
2: like a long dinner and right. talk about life?
1: No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm I, but we did meet with the uh with the athletic director. Right, right. Yeah. He was that was awesome. He wow. is very, very I like I liked him a lot. Yeah. Sharp guy. Very Who, who coached when you played? I played I was recruited by uh Perkins and played one year under Perkins and he went to uh Tampa Bay and Curry came in my last three years.
3: Yep. Wow. So the dark years. They were dark. What I looked up say? the records.
6: There was a t- there was a 10 and 0. We were number yeah. two. in okay, the country. Okay. Yeah.
2: They talk about all the the years that was between. Uh, well, bad.
1: yeah. I mean, there was there were some dark years. Okay. But, um, but my last year, we were it's kind of dark, I guess. But we we were number two in the country, 10 and 0, and played the first game at Jordan Hare was my yep. senior year. We got oh big. wow.
6: wow. I, I do have anyway. one question because I did go back and look at the years that you played in Alabama's record and. I'm a football. I'm an Alabama fan, but I just love football in general. And you got to go play at Notre Dame. Yep. Oh wow. So, so yep. what? Tell me. I want to because that's on my list of places to go watch a game. So tell me. Tell me a little bit about you know going up and. Uh, so you're oh, yeah, uh, you're,
1: you're traveling. You're traveling in, in Indiana, and you're going over this cornfield. Literally, you're in a cornfield, and you're like, where are we going? We've just left a little city. I'm trying to think of the name of the city. It might be South Bend, maybe. And you're you're driving into this cornfield, and it's 15 minutes, 20 minutes into this cornfield. Really, yeah. a cornfield. And then all of a sudden, there's this huge cathedral, and it's Notre Dame. Yeah, huh. And then you wow. go in, and there's these little grottos everywhere. Just you, you look like you've dropped in the middle of somewhere in England. And and you're you're in all these old buildings, and it's really, really cool. And then the stadium was kind of, it was not impressive. Right. But when you went into the bowels of that stadium and there were, you know, you're, you're getting dressed and there's water dripping on you and rust everywhere and it stinks and you think Newt Rockney was here at some yeah. point, All you right. know, and yeah. they, they put you in a dark corner and you dress there and you go out and... And then every, you know it was it was yeah. a neat experience and then as you go out you turn around and there's touchdown Jesus yeah. you know standing in that end zone but now you can't really see touchdown Jesus right but that when we played you could and
6: they're pretty good and at that time they were they pretty were really good. good they, they won were, the national championship yeah. that year
1: yeah wow uh Tony Rice who was a friend of mine from South Carolina, he was their quarterback okay i think it's interesting that when did, when did you meet your wife we met my sophomore year in college so
2: her name's lee as well lee as say. well she was so when you're like deciding you're going to propose to her was that moment where you said we're going to be lee and lee yeah it's yeah. kind of one of those things that goes through your mind yeah. it's kind of interesting kind of, kind of weird yeah yeah i would i've not i've met people yeah. with the same last name like our first name last name same but i've never met someone who was married to someone with the
6: same first name yeah. you're my first yeah. person ever so flash forward yeah. i'll give i'll give you this insight um my grandparents are both Jean and Jean. Really? So really? we we call them Mama Jean and Papa Jean. Yeah. And so ah. when you have grandkids and they're at your house and you may not have a home phone then, but back when I was growing up, <laughs> Probably so not. when you would answer when I would answer Mama Jean and Papa Jean's phone, hey, can I speak to Jean? Which one? Yeah. Like which one? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So when they call and ask for Lee, you gotta you know, which well,
1: one? It, we, we we as well had a landline but uh whenever we would get a phone call, if it was a telemarketer, I'd say, Oh she's right here. Hang on. <laughs>
3: Oh. Tag you're in
5: no,
1: you know,
3: oh, Okay, two questions and we'll kinda end this for the day. So what is the biggest win you've had, whether in college ball or as a coach? Ouch. Uh would you consider your greatest win? Uh and then after that one I got a question for you that I think we all want to know.
1: Oh goodness. Yeah. <laughs> biggest win.
3: Um either as a coach or a football player.
1: Well, I, I I'm I'm Always excited as a coach. So they're all big. You know, it's always the the first win. I think at ARAB, I think, was uh, the spring game. Um, we, we beat Fairview in the spring game. And I remember we were in the locker room, and it was the first time they had won in that stadium. The mm-hmm. kids had won in that stadium. And, and I remember looking around saying, y'all do not realize we just won, right? And they were like, yeah, coach. You know, they just didn't know. You know, <laughs> yeah. they didn't know. They just didn't know. And it feels, you know, that was that was a big win. I think yeah. that was yeah. a big win to kind of take the lid off and it, and we we had a pretty good home stand. I think we were four and or four and one at home. And you know, I was I was very very proud of that. uh As a player, gosh, I don't know. I mean, I'd I'd say the most exciting win was Penn State in 89, my senior year.
3: Wow. Uh, Desperation Mm. block. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh Joe Pa decided to kick it on third down from the one-foot line. And we blocked it. Yep,
2: I remember that. Is that happened. the one where Paul Bear Bryant actually's ghost came out and like blocked it for y'all? It
1: might have, yeah. uh, or he might have he might have directed Thomas <laughs> yeah. Ryum to block it. Yeah, did right, they never, hand, I remember it right the here.
2: painting of like his like shadow, but <laughs> <coming>
3: out. <laughs> yeah. and it. That same <laughs> ghost right. came back. Yeah. You know when we played Tennessee <laughs> and, the, and Mount Cody jumped. Yeah. up. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: The, the yeah. ghost of Paul Bear Bryant helping yeah. us out again. So, yeah. thank, you, nice. thank you, Paul Bear Bryant. Yeah. Anyway,
3: and so this one, you know, we've heard your successes and your fun side. I, I've really enjoyed this. But Coach Osment, what is the most embarrassing coaching moment or player mm-hmm. moment that you've oh. ever had? Oh. Yeah! <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's my end goodness. on a high note. Yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> a high note.
1: All right, let's really put it yeah.
3: on the okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, a story I can share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can share.
3: On Christian uh, Radio. On Christian.
1: Uh, well, I, you know, I've been thrown out of one game. Um, and
2: <laughs> and I won't talk trying, about I'm that. I'm trying to give you the G-rated version of And I, I'm words. not one that I,
1: I don't I, I don't say a lot of bad things on the sideline, but sometimes I, you know, I I, I, I do. <laughs> uh, but I we were we were we go ahead two touchdowns. and They call it back with a late holding call, mm. and so the very next play we run the same play. We score again. Yeah. And they call it back again. Is this mm. as a player? This is as a coach. As a coach. Go ahead. I'm All sorry. right. So my, this is a year both of my sons are playing for me. My son, uh, my oldest son, who's now in Spartanburg, is the tailback. And he's he's run for about 223 yards. He's played like a stallion. Well, the quarterback, we we throw an out route on, on fourth down again. And they pick it and take it and score and tie it up. And they end up beating us. But um, Thomas... Is really really upset during that play. Somebody hits my quarterback in the back, and knocks him out, and clearly it was behind the ball, unnecessary roughness. And they had been getting on me all game, and and some re- referees have rabbit ears. You know what rabbit yep. ears are? They mm-hmm. can hear everything you're saying. They're listening. Yeah. So I knew it, and I knew the guy was was listening to every word I said. So Thomas goes back in, offense goes back out. We got another quarterback. Thomas finds that linebacker and probably should have got thrown out of the game. He, he found that linebacker. and Payback. Yeah. And so I pulled Thomas out and I said, I pulled him and I said, you should not have done that. You should have been thrown out of the game. And if these referees were worth a crap, <laughs> they would have thrown you out of the game. He flags me. And he goes back out and comes back out. You're gone. He threw me out of the game. Right. Now, <laughs> But that's not really all I said. <laughs> but I uh, I said, but you're not going to throw me out until I get to tell the white hat when I need to tell him.
6: You're going to get your money's worth now. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so the white hat came over there. And I, and I told him, I said, yeah, you you know, all a... the calls y'all have made tonight, this is the first one you got right. I'm going to leave. There's a minute and 13 <laughs> seconds to go in this game. I'm going to pay this fine. But this is just know this. You blew it tonight. It's so a you know, respectful
2: lawyer conversation. Yeah yeah, 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 that's
1: what it was.
0: Anyway, <laughs> I
1: like uh, the way you paid. That, that, that was that was that was yeah. that was embarrassing because I shouldn't have done. Uh, but really, you know, sometimes, and I hate to say this, especially with young coaches, but there are situations where if, if things are getting out of hand, sometimes the coach needs to know Step that they've up. got an advocate. You know, that yeah, that is angered when they're getting something taken away from them yeah. Yeah. and and I, I felt like that was it that was that yeah. was the one time I've never been in that situation before or since but that was that was a that was a big one wow, wow. it was embarrassing
2: wow sounds like it's been fun to watch though
6: uh, been... <laughs> yeah. I agree with it you
3: was... I agree Quentin with you
6: Quinn would have been sitting there with his floor <laughs> going oh you're gonna get, gonna get good, stuff, good stuff good <laughs> stuff
3: Jasmine, I would have been there to hand you glasses to give to the ref.
5: Like,
3: <laughs> since you didn't see anything else tonight. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we really, really appreciate you being yeah. here. Thank you so thanks, much. Thanks for having and me. And we we're A, we are a- lucky to have you, but we're we're yeah. extremely lucky that we even got to talk to you today. So
2: uh, I won't say that.
3: You're big <laughs> I'm, I'm lucky to be here. You're a big deal. You're yeah. a big deal. Thanks for the ministry you do, really, Yeah.
2: I
1: didn't mean that about your
2: hat. NOOOO <laughs> Oh, I took it really seriously. Yeah. I'm probably, hey. probably go home and just cry hey. myself to sleep. I, night, I coach. meant it. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, anyway, hey, we're gonna be back in a minute. But before we do, you want to tell them about a?
2: Oh yeah, one of our great sponsors, B&B Video Games, up in Albertville by the Pizza Hut. Um, if you're looking for something to do with your kids, uh, a place for you to hang out and spend some time, B&B is a great arcade that has 80 style arcade games. They actually have some that was on Stranger Things. They uh, rent them out there. It's really cool. And coach,
3: you'll um, remember this. You don't have to carry. Your pocket full of change. Yeah, you just play. You just pay five bucks so an hour, <laughs> ten bucks it's all like day.
1: Free entry? No, yeah, well, no, no, you no. In. You pay. You pay, you pay five, once, you one. Time. You, you play, one, play all the you got limited, games. Play all the All games you want. Yes. Yes. Yep. Oh, oh my god! You, you don't that's even awesome. have. You remember
3: the days where you used to have to carry like a pocket full of change? Oh, oh just, yeah, yeah. I do. yeah. There's not that. There's
2: not that silly machine that you like feed the. feed the over and over and over. None of that's there. It's great. Yeah. Um. So and also they have they have all kind of systems. So if you're looking to buy something for your kids, looking for games for your kids looking for games for you go by or you can you can go by b&b and find those there uh they're open sunday thursday 12 p.m to 8 p.m friday and saturday 12 p.m to 9 p.m
3: all right well i very much enjoy this we've had three this is week three of one of my favorite people ever on the hit in the history ...of the Varsity Radio Show coming on here. Harold Dixon, welcome back, man!
6: What's up, Harold? Hey. I got
3: I gotta tell you what big of an impact you've made. To my right is the new co-host, Quentin Williams, and he is wearing a shirt with three goats on it in honor of you. Yes,
2: it says, uh, it's, it's my Wondering Goat Coffee Company shirt, but I'm wearing it because there's a lot of goats out there, Harold, that are just wandering this world. <laughs> waiting for someone to adopt them to foster them
5: that's supposed to be some sort of religious message (laughs) if it speaks to your
2: heart harold all these
5: sheep out here wandering around sounds a little cultish
2: (laughs) harold you gotta you gotta open your heart harold open your heart to the goats that need you
5: in your pocketbook ayo (laughs) there's a group of people that do that and uh upon. <laughs> <laughs> so, Harold, what you been up to this week? Well, this week, I've been taking it easy, taking a little vacation, Yeah. sitting around the house, playing my favorite video game. What
3: game is that, Harold?
5: Goat Simulator. Yes! Goat Simulator. Yes.
2: Is that a real game? It's a real game. No, it's not. Goat
5: Simulator. Goat Simulator. Pull
2: it up. It's a real game. That's not... Pull it up. Nobody made a video game about goats. It is real.
6: It's a real game. Harold, you're, you're pulling he my... He is totally not joking. You're pulling it's, my goat it's beard. Real. What are
3: you doing to me? What is this? It's a real game. He's not kidding me. It's a real game. <laughs> what are you going to do? All right, what do you got to say
5: to uh, that? Plot you're, Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> This is ridiculous. Baby, games, and go get you the Goat Simulator. Have you played Goat (laughs) Waste
3: of Space Simulator? (laughs) There's also a game named Goat Waste of Space Simulator.
2: It's like the
6: second one. Have you played that, Harold? I have not. (laughs) I think that one's fake, but the Goat Simulator is real.
3: What does that look like? Do you play it on your phone, or... Looks like oh, you can purchase it on, it on a PS3.
5: On, you, you play it on your uh, play, Playma Station.
3: Playma Station.
2: Harold, Coach Lee said that uh, his neighbor has goats, and that he goes and kind of is just oh talking about the boundaries and talks to them and how they're happier with boundaries. Did you find <laughs> that that's true, that goats are happier with boundaries?
5: Well, I know I'm happier with them having boundaries. <laughs> Otherwise, you got to explain to your neighbor why your are goats. Has done bit your chihuahua. <laughs> chihuahua. <laughs> that's a goat. Oh no.
6: What is
3: happening what is that here? Oh,
2: something's wrong with that
5: goat.
3: Oh, we, oh. We've got
6: a goat that just got hit by a taxi. That's that's kind of we're watching. We just got put the trailer. on previous watch list.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. Goat wow. simulator is a real game.
6: Yeah. It's just a Look goat at in the city. tongue.
2: Oh. Oh. Is there any way we could get sponsored by Goat Simulator? <laughs>
3: They may need wait, us wait, to sponsor wait. them. wait, <laughs> wait. are I you mean, are you sponsored? I like
5: if I feel uh, like anything's possible,
3: are you wow. sponsored by Goat Simulator?
5: No, if I was sponsored <laughs> by them, I wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be living here.
3: Okay, where would wow. you be living?
5: Yes, tell us that. Uh, I don't know. Not here.
2: I'm. I'm going to download this game.
6: Today,
3: (laughs) there's an ostrich on a car.
6: I don't know. I don't know. There's a few times in my life. Why do they
3: all have long tongues?
6: My my eyes see things, and I just don't know what's happening.
3: Explain what you're seeing.
6: I don't know. There's goats raining, and then
3: some of them exploded.
2: Bombs. This Uh, is cut video.
3: I don't know what's happening now. (laughs) Wow. We don't know what to say about what we're seeing here. That one has rockets on him. And these goats have really long t- uh tongues. Tongues. Yeah, I was gonna say teeth, <laughs> tongues. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have. I think <laughs> okay, maybe we need to go to a break. <laughs> yeah, you want so a break?
4: Hey, Harold Dixon. Thank you so much for calling in today. We have appreciated uh, having any anyone. Calm? Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> it's time for the Varsity Freestyle.
2: All right! Wow! If last session wasn't freestyle. I don't know what is freestyle, but this <laughs> hey, is free dive. <laughs> this is the freestyle where you get to call in and be a part of the show and hopefully win some, uh, some tickets stuff, to the Boaznon.
3: You know? Two tickets to the Boaznon no. Cinema. You can go watch any movie you'd like. We, any movie?
2: Yeah, we going to give those away. Any we movie. want you to call in.
3: Also, uh, I actually think we actually have an answer already. Uh, but TJ Henderson, is that a win?
6: Oh, what T.J. is that? But we're looking for how many points. How right. many, how many points? points? How many yeah. points? All right. Yeah. How many So there is the most a points game. game he scored.
3: Yes. Hey, so there's a question already on our Facebook live. It is for our 4-day all-day pass to B&B video games. So if you get that right, you will win. Uh and then uh my good friend Q is now going to ask you a question. You'll call in. If you get that right, you'll answer two more questions. If you get those right, and you will cuz we're going to help you. Uh, you, you will receive two tickets to the Boaz Non-Cinema.
2: All right, your question day. We're going to stay on the topic, remembering Kobe Bryant and kind of the tragedy ha- happened there. What professional basketball team in the NBA did Kobe Bryant play for? <laughs> what NBA team did Kobe Bryant play for? Call in and win.
1: Want to be on the radio? Oh, I'm it. Call us now at 256-505-0885
4: got somebody on the phone, Mr. John Moore. Hello? What's up, buddy? Hey! hey how John. you doing?
5: Man, I'm
2: awesome. What's going on? Is this big Q? Hey, this is Q. What's going on, John? How you doing, man? I'm good. This is actually Lucas Moore. Lucas! Lucas. Movie.
5: What's happening?
2: What's up, buddy? I not know you listening. You listening or you watching on Facebook? I'm
5: listening. Me Ray's riding down the road, man. Are y'all yeah. working? Are y'all working? Oh, you're off today then. No, no. Got off at about four o'clock. We're going to get the kids. We got some running around
2: to do, you know. Nice, man. It's good to hear your voice. Yeah. He works at MUB.
3: He An like old football buddy right there. Oh, Derek's in here with us. Oh, hey, we have a winner sir. over there. Okay, Steve Martin. Yes. yes, sir.
6: Oh, hey, brother. Hey, but that's how he talks to me. He goes, "Hey, I love it. I <laughs> love it." <laughs> has, has Lucas had you over his neighborhood yet? That he lives in. Hang out. Not yet.
2: Man, it's, I like going over there hanging out. Him and old Jason Simpson. Okay, all, all right,
5: y'all right. just come on. The oh, are we on there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. All right. End the question. Right. Here's your question. You ready, Lucas? <laughs> We're just
2: being personable, uh, <laughs> okay? You know. Lucas, uh, so here's here's your question. You ready? Okay. Yeah. All right. Who? And I'm going to help you, but I know you got this first one. he So, what, what team did Kobe Bryant And the NBA play for? Los Angeles Lakers. Come on, correct. Mm-hmm. There's Good job. yeah. Good job. Right. Good job all right, now uh, I'm going to ask you this. I'm to ask you this one because I, I'll help you if you don't know. But I think it's important because it's one of the most incredible stats ever. And I asked it on Facebook Live, but you're not on there, so you're fine. So, how many points, or what was the most points he ever scored in a game?
0: Mm. Was it in the 50s? Higher. Was <laughs> was higher 60s. Higher. Higher.
5: No. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're going to get there. Sheree says 82. Oh. Minus so oh. oh. one. one. <laughs> Minus one. 81. That's
3: my like yes. yes. Good job. Good my job. I don't man. know how you knew that. You're amazing. <laughs> Good job. You're amazing. You didn't
2: even know the question. 81. 81 points. Now, there's only one person in basketball world history who ever scored more than him.
3: Was that the Michael Jordan? No. No. It wasn't.
2: There's only one person that ever scored uh, more and um, I'm not going to ask you that because that's too hard of a question, Lucas. But just for you guys out there, it's Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt, Chamberlain
6: scored? 100. 100 points. 100 points. is the
2: most ever scored in a basketball game. He was wow. busy Coach that rise number two for that, all right? Uh, but here's the thing. There And I talked about this earlier today, so maybe he's here, maybe he's not. But there was another team that retired Kobe's jersey as a show of respect. Do you happen to know what team that was?
5: I do not.
6: This well, was just –
5: College ball, did he?
6: No, it, it was actually it was another another, another, team. another NBA team oh, just announced yeah. after he passed that they would retire his number. In Texas. In mm. Dallas. Oh,
5: oh, Dallas, yeah. The thing, yeah, the Dallas team. Yeah. That's yeah. it? Yeah! yeah. 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 The Dallas team. The Dallas team. team. The Dallas team. You are on it, man.
3: You're amazing. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm terrible with NBA. Oh, no, it's No, so look, no you were amazing. So you man, all right. we got all this right. And you
2: know what you're going to do now? You, you, know, you can get to take your, your your lovely wife to the movies for free.
5: What? Everybody, we're going to the movies for free. <laughs> yeah! He's telling her.
3: Oh. We're just here making dreams
6: come true, baby. That's what we do. And that's what we do.
3: Romance stories. Romance stories happening because of us. Anyway, <laughs> if you'll stay on the line, my friend, we are so glad that you called in. Our producer it will tell you how to get your tickets. And uh, we will be buzzer beating very soon. <laughs> Hey, we're going to show you where to find us whenever we're out off of here. Uh, uh, I love Derek's face. It was worth $100. It would have been great least. if you can see yeah. that on the radio. Yeah. What? Uh, where do you find us on Instagram? On
6: Instagram, make sure that you go to varsity underscore radio underscore show.
3: Yeah, you can go to Twitter at varsityradio885.
2: At Facebook, you find us at, at varsityradioshow. Show. Yeah. And then you can go and see us, those videos, those podcasts afterwards on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play. Go find them, download them. You really want to show your friends, let them hear this interview today. Find yes. that piece of it. Man, it's such an encouragement from a great coach here in our county.
3: Well, yeah, and we and we were talking about it online. We want to add value to this community. So if you got any ideas, anything you want to talk to us about like on a deep level, feel free to shoot us messages. We might not get back immediately, but we'll get back pretty soon. We're all... LinkedIn to the messenger there and so uh send us messages if if we can help you or anything like that but uh also uh just be looking in the future we're very likely gonna do a YouTube show it's gonna be an abbreviated version of the varsity so you can see the highlights every week and maybe a pre-show, a pre-five or a pre-ten minutes. That was awesome. <laughs> the, the, the charburger pre-show, the ride to Charburger, yes, yeah. the Charburger Five or something the like Char-Burger that. I don't know. Carpool, yeah. Oh, Charburger carry. Y'all should have seen Derek in the back of my car. It was fantastic. The charpool. The charpool. The charpool. Char-Pool. Char-Pool. Yes. Char-Pool. Yes. The charpool. Hey, we're still working on those ideas, but we are going to be improving for you. And don't forget, Charburger, the place with the. With the burgers and the fries and the onion rings and the cheese steaks and the chicken fingers and the, the salad and, and the milkshake, milkshake. Oh. the goodness, the oh. place of the goodness. The onion rings are life changing. Next honestly, no salad
6: for me. I just want a milkshake. There we okay. go. Oh, yeah. you gotta have okay, onion rings with the milkshake. Onion rings, yeah. and, onion milk rings and a milkshake. Right over of there. champions.
3: Yes. Okay. He's gonna eat extra healthy with his vegetables, and then there's B&B video games. It's everybody's 80 dream, okay? And so you get to go right, you can go right beside the Pizza Hut and not take a pocket full of change and play all the games you want. It's really fantastic. Every system you can imagine. Hey, we'll see you back next week. Same varsity time, same varsity place, two thirty to four thirty, eighty eight five JFM.